Life is magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst. And I'm Natasha Levenger. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Yay. <laughs> I feel like happy I say yay Memorial every time. Day. Yes. <laughs> happy Memorial Day. Thank you for listening. I just want to give a shout out to all our listeners and I feel really grateful. This is our sixth episode, and it feels really nice to have um, it's just so many people listening. Yeah, it's so fun. It's such yeah. a – I look so forward to this, and it's just yeah. – I'm so happy that we started it and that people are listening. So yeah. Thanks, Listen everybody. around your barbecues. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Take time out after, before, prepare for them. We'll give a Memorial yep. Day meditation. No, we're not doing that. No Memorial <laughs> Day meditations. So what did we – oh, we're, are we going to um, yeah, say how last week panned out for us vis-a-vis the cards? Yeah, but you know, I wanted oh. to talk to you real quick first about how I saw you posted that thing about how Aquarians are like cats. Oh, yeah. I love that. I've been thinking about that you because, have. yes, because my, like I mentioned, my dad and my brother are Aquarians and I could really see that. I've never thought of that before, but it's especially for them in the way they are about <laughs> hanging out. Like, you yeah. know how cats, like, they're not like dogs. Like, they, right. they'll, they'll hang out with you when they want and then they'll get up and walk away. They're not polite about it. They just... <laughs> <laughs> that's how they right. both my dad and my brother they were really? like and it's so you see you really treasure it when they do hang out because oh you know God. they really want to and then they're like okay bye like family gatherings my dad will show Just up late <laughs> leave early he doesn't <laughs> that is so funny because i first of all you're making us sound a little uh, not so polite but that's okay it's I feel, not though. That's what I mean. It's like when I, since I know them, it is like how I feel about cats. It's like, it's, I respect <laughs> it. I actually admire it. You know? I love that. That is funny because I remember like, I don't know why I always remember this, but like, I think I was like 24 and my friend Dave one time said to me, boy, when you, when you're ready to leave, you just go. Yes. <laughs> just I was like, like why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't exactly. I? <laughs> exactly. Because other people have baggage around it, other signs. Oh, they feel like they have to like, well, I just feel like probably by the time I leave, it's like, I don't know, I don't even think, I do feel like I just reach a point where I'm done and that's yeah. it. That's yeah. so funny. Well, it didn't just say that Aquarians are like cats. It said they, they are, are cats, cats, which is yeah. what I always say. Basically cats. That I am genetically cat. <clears throat> yeah. Excuse me. I even have a sweatshirt that says I am a cat. Yeah. So I yeah, really. Yeah, that's been your Twitter description too. Oh, is for, it? For I don't even time. remember. But um, I never go on there anymore. But um, yeah, I really felt very seen. And I was like, oh, a reason. I mean, I always thought the reason was because I had a um, bad childhood where the only loving beings were cats. Yeah, you so, mentioned that to me oh, that you felt like you were raised by cats. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I was taught how to love by cats. Mm-hmm. So that's why so I beautiful. thought I was a cat. But maybe it's the combo. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, funny. I mean, even like I threw a 70th birthday party for my dad a couple years ago, and mm-hmm. I was worried he wouldn't come. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh is he also an introvert uh yeah he's like an extroverted introvert i mean he's mm-hmm. like you mean an you outgoing know, introvert yeah it's like it's not like he's just always shy he will right. talk he'll say what's on his mind and stuff but he i feel like i'm like that too like it yeah. depends on the situation like yeah i think that's like i always feel that i'm an outgoing introvert have you taken those intro? I mean, it actually depends on the situation. Sometimes I'm not outgoing. But um, have you taken those introvert tests? I think I might have at some point. Yeah, oh, where you, you like remember. feel drained. Like I can hang out and I like to, but at, then at some point I start feeling drained by being around a lot of people. Yeah. I think I'm like 85% yeah. introvert. But people think that means like, yeah, that you're super shy or something. I actually love, and also, see, I have to say, we're back to astrology, but like, I'm an Aquarius with a Pisces rising, and I feel like that is a big conflict in my life as far as like, 
um, socializing because oh. Aquarians like real community building and I feel a real need to like, like I organize a lot of parties. I organize gatherings a lot, but I'm also introverted. So I need like when I'm done, I'm done and I need time down. Yeah. Yeah. So I have that too. Like at yeah. pagan gatherings when I do, when I'm presenting uh, at a gathering, it's like I will go present and then I feel like I need to go into my room and just be by myself and oh, yeah. meditate, do hypnosis <laughs> yes. recordings. Yeah. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, we just also, before we started recording, we realized that Tess, me and our producer, Brett, who's also my husband, together, the three of us are Oprah because we, I'm her sun sign, Tess is her rising, no, moon sign, and mm-hmm. Brett is her rising sign. Yep. So, Natasha you know. Tasha plus Brett plus Tess <laughs> equal Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> so really, that's what you're in for. Really you know? powerful alchemy here. That's right. Some big aha moments. I hope. I hope we're not setting them up for too much. No, we're not. I'll answer that. Um, Okay, so shall we go over um, how the cards played out for us this week? Yeah, so last week you chose self-love from Tasha Silver's deck. Oh, right. Tosha. And Tosha. Mm -hmm. And I chose the um, River Queen from Colette Baron Reed's uh, The Wisdom of the Hidden Realms. And so... The message was to love ourselves, to forgive ourselves, to forgive others, and also to, like, acknowledge our emotions and let them go, let them flow. So how did you, did this, how did, I did this, this resonate week? with you this week? Yeah. I had, um, I mean, TBH, to be honest, I feel like that could have been every week for me. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it kind of wasn't, I mean, I did need a lot of self-love. I've, I don't remember if I mentioned this, but I'm, my father and I have had a bit of a conflict, which is new for our relationship. Um, so it's been very stressful for me. And we talked this week and that did require both those things. A lot of self-love for myself, love for him, forgiveness, flowing. And yeah, I think, um, I think I was pretty good about it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. What? Well, I was just gonna say something I've noticed not just in myself, but um, with my clients also is there's something there's an invalidation energy that I see a lot. It's like an actual energy level, mm. which is the opposite of validation, which we talk about. I mean, I think I've talked about here lighting up validation and how. Um, restorative and healing that is to do mm-hmm. that it's just a white light always in your space you can picture it like around your aura and breathing it in and um anyway invalidation is something that can come up a lot um when you know you're either feeling judged or you're judging yourself and it can kind of live in your space if you're not worried about it it doesn't feel good and it's often in the heart chakra so i have to i had to be careful with that i'll say that so what I did was I did my whole just clearing out with gold light, vacuuming it out, blowing it up, and then filling up with validation and the gold light. Nice. Yeah. So if you ever feel kind of icky, that's my recommendation to people. Like, just check. Like, am I feeling – it feels kind of like just, I don't know, this kind of bad, like not feeling good about yourself feeling. And sometimes it really can be as simple as – just clearing it out. You don't even have to know what it's about. Yeah. Or like if you notice, um, I mean, for me, this really makes sense with what I've been going through is mm. noticing thoughts that yeah. that contribute to invalidation. Like, yes. um, I don't deserve this because of this or mm. like I need to prove um, my worth in these various ways. Uh, you know, if you notice those thoughts, that's like the opposite of validation. Right. Or if like someone says something even like I've been thinking about because this is this ongoing thing that we've been talking about every week is me yes. and but reading the fuck it diet yeah, and realizing my body image and food. So one of the things I've been thinking about is um, like compliments that I would receive from my family or friends like, oh, you look great. You look great. And I'm like thinking, oh, I lost some weight. That's what they're talking about. Uh, and then thinking like, 
oh, that's, you know, I need that. I need people to say that. I need people to think that. It's so important. And then thinking, really, do I? Is that like, I need that? I need to have that exact thing more than I need to feel nourished by food. Right. (laughs) And not weigh down and have the freedom to eat what I want to eat and not have to worry about it and be heavy with it. And And, and then the invalidation thing and like have to feel like that. I have to wait around and make sure that I'm getting those kinds of compliments and opinions. It's just really intense. So yeah, that's for me, of course, the self-love and then the feeling, the emotions and letting them flow. I took yeah. a sea salt bath yesterday oh, and that really helped. And did that Sedona method. Um, you yes. You really liked it. That's yes. really great for flowing thoughts and letting, releasing them. Letting go. Yeah. So Natasha yeah. sent me a uh, recording mm-hmm. of the Sedona method, and it was specifically about what was the it was about it was about approval or was it about yeah was maybe it? it was disapproval letting go yeah of yeah disapproval, disapproval which is mm-hmm. perfect yeah for what I'm going through and um, and also yeah. I should say yeah me too I'm also on this journey with food and I've definitely I mean who knows what's going to happen but I have gone up a size and it's just interesting all of the thoughts you know and the lack of self-love but I think I actually did I've been pretty supportive of myself but then I have moments where I'm like you know I mean it's so ingrained in us that certain bodies are what you're supposed to be looking like Right. Yeah. Which is this, it's got to change and it's got to start somewhere. And why wouldn't yeah. it be us? Why wouldn't it be like the most sensitive people, the energy workers mm, yeah. and the empaths, the people who are tuned in? It's a responsibility for us to yes. shift that if we can for our whole culture, not just for ourselves. Well, something I actually saw in a reading was, um, was that the millennials are actually a lot, not, I don't want to say mostly, but very responsible for this shift as well. Because yeah. it's like, you know, the um, generation before us, it's like every generation kind of gets stuck in an energy level around mm-hmm. things. And so it's like they come in with a new energy level, even though they're influenced by the generation before then it's still like they have a new energy around it. So Right, and by, because we keep opening the doors more and more. Yes, and by actually tuning into that energy level, you can help yourself to heal some of this and look at feel better about looking at it in a new light or feeling yeah. into it in a new light. So, I, yeah, that, that was really cool to see that. Yeah, I really like how um, I feel like that from I can see that in the fuck it diet and in the uh, the um, podcast that you sent me food psych mm-hmm. that and it, it's there's so much sharing of information and thoughts and there's so much opportunity now in our culture for us to discuss things like body image in a, like a really deeper way yes. and to change really just change paradigms it we yeah. didn't like when we were growing up we had tv and we had movies we had radio but we didn't have like this degree of ability right. to communicate and spread ideas and spread empowerment yeah like we have now and so it's really yeah it's wonderful very powerful and wonderful yeah. yeah yeah it's true because we saw everything through the media which so does everybody but i don't know with the internet it's more interactive so it's not like just seeing one body type which is usually white you know than white person yeah, and just the idea, the ability to spread ideas that go yeah. counter to all the messages we're getting from the media. Yeah, I mean, and imagine. then eventually that changes the media too. Yeah, but the ability to get information from other places is so valuable. I mean, yes, like, and I mean, to come, I don't know if this is insensitive to compare racism to it, but it is. I do feel like body image is also a huge thing, and there's a lot of acceptable um prejudice against fat people but like imagine martin luther king and malcolm x like how they were able to change so much even i mean i know there's so much more to change but still like how much they were able to do without the internet yeah i mean you just made me think of that like how they like changed a whole created a whole social change yeah. Without the internet. Anyway. It's amazing. And feminism. Yes. Yes. Susan B. Anthony. And yeah. And like thinking back to 
Gloria Steinem and the ERA movement and I mean yeah okay but we're not a political (laughs) 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 anyway should we move on to our next segment sure the energy report which may have a new jingle this week or I I hope so maybe it's It's called the energy report is where I talk about um what how do I say this where I talk about like um, similarities that I've seen in my clients this week, like just a general theme. I don't obviously talk about what happened with my clients. That would be uh, not nice. But um, yeah, but just like themes that I've seen energetically. So at first it was a little hard for me this week because, well, what I noticed was it was pretty much all about relationships Mm. And yeah, it was real relationship themed, which I don't think is what's going on astrologically. Um, but it actually was funny because I also, <laughs> I told Brett at dinner, um, the other day, I was like, I met the most amazing dog today. And he was like, where? And I was like, oh, in a reading. <laughs> but, but I, I'm still thinking about that dog. That's on a separate note, but oh my gosh, Aww. this dog was really amazing. She has passed on, but she's still very much around. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> so, yeah, so I was just, you know, in some ways, I wonder if um, it's going to sound repetitive, some of the stuff that I talk about, because a lot of stuff does come up a lot, like boundaries and inner child work, mm-hmm. but we can always dig deep into it. I mean, it's not like you can learn one thing about it and then you're done, you Yeah. Know? It's ongoing. Yeah. So one thing is I was noticing is just boundaries with all kinds of relationships, you know, the ones you enjoy, the ones you have problems with, even like new fun relationships, keeping like being open, but still keeping your boundaries, you Mm -hmm. know, and not projecting in the future or and this is true, like you can do this with difficult relationships too, project negative stuff in the future. And I do think that's something about boundaries as well. You know, I don't know. It's just I feel that on the gut level, like kind of going into the future is not really having your energy in the present. So you're kind of giving your energy away a little bit. You're diffusing it. So do you mean like – um like how, for example, somebody like your partner, if you if you have a partner, mm-hmm. a romantic partner, that being present with them is different than having holding a concept of them and then being like, oh, this is what you always do and kind of not really just being present with who they are in this moment and like thinking of who they've been or who you think they might be continue to be in the future and then interacting with them from that level is that kind of what you're talking about well that wasn't but i like that and that is true (laughs) (laughs) i was thinking more but i love that yeah i mean that's all really important being in the present and talking to them um i was talking more about just like imagining um oh well what are you gonna do um how is this person gonna be down the line kind of thing um, how are they going to be acting in like a month from now or something like that instead of just like being in the moment? Yeah. What you like say? especially with relation to you or – Yeah, with yourself. Is that what you mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like how, how is our relationship going to look? Yes. 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 Okay. But one thing – anyway, I hope I'm being clear. But um, the other part of this is the inner child work that I was noticing that sometimes when you do that, like project into the future, either like, oh, are we going to be together, you know, for a long time or – are they going to be hurting me or something like that? If you're worried about that stuff, that's like a, you know, red flag that your inner child is activated. Oh. So it's like, oh, wait a minute. To check in with yourself and say like, how old is this part of me that's wondering this? Huh. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I mean, maybe, feel that. maybe not always, but I definitely saw that. Um, because a lot of times if you're in fear, it's from a wounded part of you, you know, if yeah. you're not. Yeah. Um, and then the other part of that is 
that I realize is important to share about inner child work is if you are going to talk to your scared child, like say your child, your scared inner child is worried that person's going to leave or that you're always going to be alone. So then you check in, how old are you? And then to make sure that you're not merging with that child and that you're, because that can happen a lot in the beginning with inner child work where it's just like, well, I do feel alone. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I'm scared and I feel alone. So if you feel like that, then you may have to create the parent. Mm hmm. And have Tap that. into the parent aspect of you. And you may have to create it entirely. Oh. Like there's people, and I, I was one of them for a long time. When I first started this work, I mean, this was like 12, like over 20 years ago. I didn't even have a, a, a like a concept of a loving mother inside yeah. me yeah. or a loving present father. Right. So it was like, holy crap, I'm just like this wounded child, basically. Right. And I'm supposed to comfort myself, but how am I supposed to do that? Yeah. So I really had to bring in, there's many ways to do that. You can bring in like source, loving source. For me, like, have I talked about this before? Like Mr. Rogers, how loving Uh, I don't think so. Well, I, so Mr. Rogers oh. was very comforting to me as a oh, child. That's I a used, great idea. Yeah. I used to fall asleep listening to his records and it would like just like calm me down. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, like bringing in that energy and then just putting your inner child in a chair and you sitting across from them and giving that loving energy. Yeah. So the two parts of that, if I'm being clear here, are like, that whenever you feel like those like scared or even really angry, just kind of maybe um, heightened emotions to check in and ask like how old, maybe it is coming from a centered loving parent, but a lot of times it's a disassociate, nah, that might be too strong a word, but fragmented part of yourself that's a mm-hmm. certain age. Like a wounded part. Yeah, wounded part. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so, really yeah. tapping into that as you're saying it, probably because it's the energy report. So it's something we can all probably, a lot of us are tapping into right now. Yeah. But it's making, and because I'm going through, like I'm becoming more in touch with my vulnerability and my feelings as I'm making friends with my body and food. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm really kind of tapping into this idea of the wounded child as the, as the child or as I interact with friends, other people in the world. Mm-hmm. Like I'm remembering, for example, in preschool and in kindergarten, which I think I, I kind of think everyone has this, but I felt, I often felt like I was smaller than everyone oh, and I yeah. was like weirder than everyone. And like mm-hmm. no one understood that my parents were divorced and like oh, wow. they just all the things like, you know, you tell the stories when you're a kid of like, this is why all these other kids are, they're all friends with each other, but, but I'm not one of those people. Oh my gosh. I (laughs) I felt like that in, I started feeling like that in middle school. I don't remember feeling like that, that young. Oh yeah. Well, my parents divorced when I was four. So I think it like going into, um, kindergarten, I actually do remember times when I didn't feel like that in kindergarten. It's not like I always did, but but sometimes in preschool and kindergarten, I felt like that. And I'm kind of like realizing right now that that's it that same feeling comes up when I go to a party with people I don't know very well or even when I hang out with people I like that I want to like me like I can see right now and feel how that child would probably really benefit by me just acknowledging oh you know what you're you are lovable and accepted and everyone feels like that sometimes and you're safe right now and I the adult will step in and you know Mm -hmm. you'll take care of you in the situation exactly oh my gosh we have a real match with that you and Mm. I I always feel like a weirdo yeah like I feel like my outside maybe doesn't reflect what a weirdo I feel like Mm-hmm. Also, I'm, again, with the Aquarius, which are weirdos. And, yeah, so I really relate to what you just said specifically. Oh, you know, I think so many of us do. And yeah. then I think that's the part of it to, to always remind ourselves, oh, yeah, you know what? We're like, all weirdos. Probably everyone at this party <laughs> feels like that right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm so deep in it. I often feel like, no, nobody really feels like that <laughs> to this extent. 
Oh, yeah. I think I kind of think it's it doesn't seem like it, but mm -hmm. I I try to remember. No, everyone feels shy. Everyone feels different. Yeah. Everyone feels awkward, even if they don't admit it to themselves. They you know, that really, really could be a Mister Rogers song. <laughs> That's so true. Everyone feels shy. Yeah, the, it's yeah. so true. I really like that. Yeah, so that would be a really um good way to connect to your inner child. And that oh. merging thing is really important to remember too. Like if you feel lost in it and you feel like you can't help yourself, that's because the parent isn't there. So you're going to have to yeah. really bring that parent in. Yeah. Like you can mourn and feel sad and still feel like you have that inner parent with you. But if it just feels like, oh my God, I'm scared or, you know, like alone here, then then bring them, bring them in. Yeah. And then, I mean, I also feel like you could take that pain and then shift it into compassion. Like if you're the mm, parent, you yes. feel compassion and you can be like, wow, that is a lot of pain. Yes. You shouldn't have to feel that. You are so, so valuable. You're so worthy. Yes. You know, and, and shift the, hold the pain in your heart in a compassionate way. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It won't feel alone. It'll feel like, yeah, love with it. Mm -hmm. um, and I was going to say something else, but I don't remember it. Okay. Well, um, so yeah, I don't know if that was repetitive, if I said that already, but like this, truly this inner child stuff could be its own thing, you know? Oh, I know what I was going to say. I'm going to get some pictures of myself as a child and do a little oh. like altar Oh, I love that. I have done that. You have? Yeah, I have oh. done that when I was doing a lot of work around my abuse when I, cause I was sexually abused mm. when I was in junior high and, mm. um, and like going back to even earlier than that and all of those ages and having yeah. pictures of myself as a child on my altar was a really empowering thing. I kind of mm. want to do it again. Yeah, that would be good. So yeah, let us know if you're weirdos like us. If even yeah. if you're not a weirdo, you're still welcome here. Oh yes. <laughs> Everyone is welcome. The whole spectrum of weirdos. Yeah, that's right. Or not a weirdo. Or normies. <laughs> no, normies welcome. <laughs> All right. So are we ready for your segment? Yes. So this is practical magic. This is our new theme song that is probably playing behind <laughs> me right now. And <laughs> Predicting the future. <laughs> we'll see. We'll get used to it once yeah, we hear it. Exactly. Um, but this is when I give you some practical ways you can work with the magic of the universe this week. All right. So this week so, – so a week from the day that this podcast comes out is the new moon. Okay. It's a new moon on Monday, which okay. is a Duran Duran song, right? A Duran Duran? New moon on I think Monday? So. I don't know. That one. <laughs> I think it's a Duran Duran okay. song. Yeah, um, anyway, so it's the week before the new moon, so that means the moon is waning. It's in the final phase of uh, this whole moon cycle. cycle. Mm -hmm. So it's a great time to clear clutter. And uh, clutter, clearing clutter from your physical world. This is one of my favorite topics. I clearing know, clutter from it. the physical world always, always, always helps you clear clutter, internal clutter. So wait, so let I, me ask you something. Okay. Why is the week before the moon, the, the new moon, moon, a good time to do it? Good question. So the after the full moon, so there's the new moon and then the, the moon is waxing it's getting bigger it's getting closer to the full moon and so then after the full moon the moon is waning and so the week before the new moon it's like waning 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 and almost disappearing so the energy mirrors that so when we work with the phases of the moon the energy of the moon we want to do magic and metaphysical activity to draw magnetize expand while the moon is waxing and then release clear purify okay. while the moon is waning oh, so the up. final week okay. it's like that final <coughs> opportunity to cleanse and clear i see so it's like because we often use the new moon as times to like set intentions for what yes. you want to create and stuff so you want to have like a clean slate you know exactly. it just reminds me that <laughs> my mother it's funny how much she's coming up but like i was very messy um, in high school and I remember she used to come in and say, don't you understand? This is a reflective of inner chaos. <laughs> oh. 
So that she, is actually true. Yeah, that's actually true. Although, I know, I'm sorry, I'm interrupting your segment. I just have no, questions. No, no. So my daughter is um, very messy. Her room is very messy. But I've also heard that sometimes Leo's like messy. Like she actually says she feels comforted by it. So I'm wondering if that's ever possible. What do you think? Well, so – I was also very messy when I was growing up, mm-hmm. and um, this is how I see it. This is my take on it, is when you're growing, when you're a child and you're growing, it's that's very yang energy. And yang mm-hmm. energy, so yin and yang, the yin-yang balance, mm-hmm. the yang is masculine, expansive, uh, active, yin is feminine, receptive, still. And so the yang energy is aligned with messiness. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's like active and messy and okay. yin. And that's why we create a yin environment so that we can like have the balance of yang in, the, in an orderly way. It's like good to have a balance in your environment, but I feel like that's part of what's connected with many kids being messy is okay. that it's, that's the yang energy that. Okay, maybe that that's just what it is. Yeah, because a lot of people that were messy in childhood, it doesn't stay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like when they get older. Because I'm not, I'm not like the neatest person, but I'm definitely not like I used to be. Yeah, and also it's domestication. You know, we, we're learning to be domesticated as we grow. Oh yeah, that's true. Okay, so go on clearing clutter. This is great because our wonderful producer Brett was just asking me about this, or oh. maybe I was telling him. I can't remember. <laughs> to yeah why it's so important yeah yeah so it's i love it because um i love how it's so simple you know it's Mm, not like you have to journal you don't have to go to therapy of course these are wonderful things to do i'm not dissuading you from doing them (laughs) but (laughs) don't go to therapy get off your meds (laughs) (laughs) Um, definitely you could still do those things, but <laughs> when you do clear clutter, it always, always, always creates more clarity in your mind. Mm. It helps you really, it helps you detoxify your body, mind, and spirit, mm. release old energy, create and create the space mm-hmm. for new, fresh, new energy and abundance and blessings and love yeah. and harmony and all those wonderful things, especially when you do it with that intention. Yeah. So you're clearing and you're like, I'm getting rid of the stuff I no longer need. And just setting that intention and clearing, even clearing without intention is powerful. But when you do it with intention, yeah. it's supercharged. So yeah. clear clutter this week. You can also take sea salt baths to detoxify your energy. You can sage your house or clear it energetically in other ways, like mm-hmm. with a rattle or a bell. Mm-hmm. Pal- pe- some people pres- prefer Palo Santo mm-hmm. to sage or like a, a spray, like maybe rose mm-hmm. water or some kind of aromatherapy spray. Some people prefer that. Any ways that you can release and clear. You could clear out your purse. You could delete old emails. Um, all of these things will be really powerful this mm-hmm. week. And now when you say do it with intention, like what would be an example of an intention? So, well, what I mean by that, what I was meaning was that you just know. It's like every time you clear something, you are aware. Oh, okay. I'm getting rid of something in to the bring. physical world and it's helping me release stuff I don't need in the inner plane. Okay. And so it's and, just an yeah. awareness of the energetic dynamic is what I was kind of talking about. It's kind of funny because um, Brett's, he calls himself a hoarder. I don't think it's quite that bad, although his domain in our house that's exclusively his is the garage and it is pretty congested. But, mm. um, <laughs> but um, there are a lot of times where it's like, I'll need something that he has hoarded <laughs> or saved. And he's like, this is really bad for my hoarding. <laughs> oh. Because the other thing about him is, not to talk about him too much, but I think it'll probably be helpful for everybody, is he's super, um, he has so many different, like, talents and abilities. So he can, like, fix so many things and create so many things. So he actually does have a need you know, like things really do come oh, in yeah. useful that would never in a million years come in useful 
differently. Am I using English correctly? For me, you know? And everyone is different. So it's not like there's okay. like a set way, like this is how many things you should have. Like uh, some okay. people could do great with tons of things and other people fewer things. It so depends. And I mean, I think that Marie Kondo has mm-hmm. a really good system going on there with the, does it spark joy? Right. Except for not everything, you know, like you do need socks or whatever, and not every pair of my socks is going to spark joy within me. Well, I I mean, they could. Mm. I try to make sure that all my socks (laughs) spark joy. I mean, I do have a (laughs) lot of cute socks, (laughs) Tess. Like I actually was thinking just this morning that I was wearing a pair of socks that didn't spark joy because they were just a little too baggy. Yeah, yeah, and so. I like it. It's true. Her show, I love. Did you watch it? I haven't watched it. I love her book. I love, love, love it. It's funny you love her book because you're a Virgo, so that makes sense. And you love, I I couldn't take her book. It was too perfectionist for me. Oh Oh my gosh. I was five pages in. I was like, you have got to be kidding. I couldn't, I couldn't do it. It felt very judgmental. Yeah. But her show, she's so loving and cute and joyful. So then I loved her after that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I wonder if it's because she is working in Japan where Um, there is such much more limited – most people have such much more limited space than we do. What what do you mean working in Japan? Well, as a clutter clearing um, assist or a clutter clearing consultant, she's working with people with extremely limited space in their little tiny apartments. That show was done here, though. Oh, right. Yeah, but the book maybe that's maybe why. Maybe that's yeah. why. Yeah, yeah it did feel very like oh my gosh, too much. Oh, I think she was saying even things like, if you don't, <laughs> if you don't clear this, then you're a failure. Like it really was like real black and oh, white. Like I didn't fail. notice. I didn't notice that feeling. Oh from it. yeah, it, I think she used those words, but in the show, it's the opposite feeling. Oh so good, I recommend it for sure. All right. Well, thank you for that. I love that assignment for this week because I oh, love good. clearing clutter. It's I really enjoy it actually. It's so energizing. I know. I love yeah. it. And I did like somehow misplace all of my summer pajamas. <laughs> oh. And I thought I was pretty organized and I was like I and it's really hot here now. It happened real quickly and I'm like so I think I'm not as neat as I think I am. So Oh, they'll turn up. Yeah, Maybe no, where would they go? Clear I mean, clutter this week. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm thinking. How did they? Oh, my goodness. All it's right. a mystery. Yeah. So that was Practical Magic. Yeah. And now should we do our segment where we pick a card for each other? Yeah, but let's – I was thinking maybe we should assess the things that we've been wanting to say. That So, like, yeah. for example – Remember to leave us a review. Oh, oh, that's a great time to do it. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Before they get there, <laughs> they're reading for the week. Thank you. Yes. yes. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, so please, we really are so grateful for all the ratings and reviews. It really helps us be seen and have more people find us. And we're so excited whenever we get one. Tess usually texts me. We we got a review. We text each other. Yeah, yeah we're yeah. very excited about it. And send us letters if you have. Send us a message if you have a question. We yes, have to answer please. it. Yeah, we Our love email, answering questions. Our email is magicmondaypodcast at gmail dot com, and you can find the show notes for these um, every episode where we do like links to the books and the card decks we talk about. Um, at tesswhitehurst.com. Tesswhitehurst.com and then just click on. uh, Magic Monday podcast. Great. And then you can also go to Tess for all of her variety of wonderful services. Oh, right. Yes. One more thing we want to talk about is the Good Vibe Tribe Online School of Magical Arts. Um, You can find out about that at TessWhitehurst.com. I also have a lot of blog posts, a lot of, like, free content that you might find interesting. I mean, honestly, so much. Crystals, spells. Mm Mm-hmm. Essential oils, incense. Yeah, so much inf- great information. All Are you still doing things. a special or is that over? Yeah, yeah. So if you want to get my uh, chakra clearing workshop, it's a fun self-paced video workshop. Um, it's half off for Magic Monday listeners. So just put in the code Magic Monday at checkout. Yeah. And for me, you can find me at highestlighthealing.com, my website, and um, you can go on there to book a reading with me. 
because I don't know if we've talked about what I do, but I do like energy, I do energy readings, which is kind of like psychic readings, but I don't, um, tell the future. I look at your energy, your chakras and all that. Um, whenever you have a question about anything, I can talk to, um, past people that are past and stuff like that and then do healing. So you can book on there and it's $10 off for our listeners. And you can and also subscribe to my newsletter on there and um, Instagram is the same, Highest Light Healing. So that's highestlighthealing.com. Is my website, yeah. Yeah. Yes. And you're at awesome. Tess444 four, four, four at Instagram? Four. Yeah, four um, fours on four Instagram. Fours. Four mm-hmm. fours. Okay, great. Right. And we also are on Instagram, Magic Monday Oh, Podcast. yes, we are. On Instagram. We're on Instagram. Yeah. Follow us there. Yeah, yeah and you, many mm-hmm. thanks to our wonderful producer. Before our card reading, yeah, thank you, Brett. Thank thanks you, Brett. Thanks to Brett, our wonderful producer. Yes, very grateful. Um, so I have I, <laughs> I've been I was telling Tess before how forgetful I've been lately, and um, I got two new Oracle decks out. Not, I mean, they're not new, but new to the podcast. And then I couldn't find them, so then I got another two, and then Brett just brought me. The other two that I had misplaced. So I have four, oh. I have four for you to choose from. Oh, nice. So here's two. There's the <laughs> roomy deck, which Ooh. I love. Do you not know that one? No, I don't know about this uh, one. It's so good. The only thing is it's super long, the, um, the, what it says about the cards, but I can abbreviate it. It's beautiful. I highly recommend that. Then there's also my fairy deck and my angel deck, both by Doreen Virtue. Do you know about those are kind of old school? Yeah. Yeah. We have, a, there's a lot of people with baggage connected to Dorian Virtue. Oh, is that right? I didn't Do you know, know about that. this? No. Oh, Poor this God. is a whole, oh, this wow. is a whole big deal Why? about her. Cause she's become born again Christian. She's done oh. a, a whole blog post about all the new age practices to avoid, including unicorns. Oh no. <laughs> she doesn't like so, unicorns? Mm-mm. Why? Cause they're like, because their light might distract from the light of Jesus or something like that. Oh, so. but she believes in unicorns. She just doesn't. She thinks they're in conflict with Jesus. I can't really say exactly what okay. she believes. Well, we're not. But I guess you don't want to read some her card. Does I'm she just, still? Yeah, they, I think I, I do like. A, I still use some of her tools and stuff. But I just know that a lot of people, and sometimes me, um, have some kind of issues some mixed her. feelings about okay. working with her. Does stuff. she still believe in fairies? You know, I can't speak for her. You, know, you can't? <laughs> You're not a doing virtual I, Well, um, I don't know. At this point, I don't That's know. That's fine. Okay, yeah. so it's a good thing that he brought my other decks because then I also have work with your light Oracle deck. Can you see oh, it? ooh. That's I know, beautiful, too. Card. I've seen that one on Amazon. I haven't seen the actual deck, but it sure looks pretty. Yeah. So you what can you? choose. Do you I want think to choose? the light. Okay. The light one I'm drawn to. Go towards the light. Maybe there's a unicorn in there. <laughs> <laughs> and what about you? Do you have your deck? My Yeah, I'm Magic of Flowers Oracle this week. Okay. I do have another deck coming out at some point, Uh-oh. probably in a year. But for now, this That's is my exciting. one deck I've published. Yeah. But do you use other decks? Oh, yeah, sometimes. Um. Okay, did you already pick my card? Oh, well, the card just jumped out. I was just, like, shuffling, and, and a card jumped, jumped out. out of the deck. So I let me tell one. you something. I, for me, when I'm doing that, I never pay attention to that. I just shove that card right back in. I'm like, oh, you fell out, and that doesn't mean a thing to me. Well, everyone's different. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it feels I know significant most to me when it happens. But, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so what was it? Oh, so it is lilac, which mm-hmm. is my favorite flower, and mm-hmm. this is trust your intuition. Okay. So I'm feeling like for us this week, this is for us to get really clear. It's, it's aligned with the releasing. We're really releasing this week and we're releasing excess thinking. We're releasing mm, attachment to like form. That. We're releasing attachment to the past and the future and being, getting really present and really clear. And when we do that, we're going to come into harmony and alignment with our deep inner knowing. I love that. Yeah. It's a so little- this is. This is a dynamic that for us to be aware of that this is going to feel the most harmonious for us this week is to clear out, release, and then connect with just that clear, bright, 
wise, knowing, healing light of spirit. I really like that. It's a little bit about what I was trying to say with the boundaries thing at first about like really just being in present and not giving up your power to thoughts of the future or thoughts of the past and just really being in the present and letting, yeah, letting that intuition, letting in your highest information come in. I love that. Yeah. And it, that connects to me with how many of us like want to figure everything out. Like we need to understand. I mean, first of all, we'll never understand everything. Our brains just, we can feel it. We can feel our interconnection with all that is. The tr- that's the truth of who we are. We are infinite. We are beyond time. We are beyond mm. space. We're one with everything. And we can feel that and we can know that. And in a way that is knowing and understanding everything. But with our human minds, our analytical minds, we're not going to get our heads around mm-hmm. many, many things, including our own selves, our own psychology, yeah. <laughs> our own decisions. Like we, the, yeah. we're mysteries. We'll endlessly be mysteries. So for us to like surrender to the mystery, and that's one of the reasons I love the name for the divine, the great holy mystery, mm-hmm. which is popular with Native American tribes that, mm-hmm. uh, a name that is translates to the great mystery or the great holy mystery. I love so, that. Yeah. So surrendering to that, allowing the mystery, reveling in the mystery and aligning with it and then realizing how much you actually do know in a deep way that transcends human thinking. Yes. You know, there's a whole, again, with the Sedona method, but I'll send you this release because there's one called Wanting to Figure It Out. And that's ah. one of the things that he always um I was telling Tess that he, um, the Sedona method person does, um, I mean, there's one guy that leads it and he does free monthly calls and, um, oh, I forgot to send you that link. Anyway, um, yeah. <laughs> um, and one of the things when people call in and they're like, this is happening, that is happening. And he'll be like, so are you wanting to figure it out? <laughs> ah, and like, uh, yeah. Oh no. I heard a buzzing. Ah. Okay. Oh no. Sorry, I'm going to stop for a second because no there's a real big buzzing going on. It's a good thing we're at the... Hold on, it's this thing. Okay. Whenever I touch that. Ugh. It's okay because I can start from where I was, but... Okay, that's better. Okay. So, <laughs> so he asks, are you wanting to figure it out? And then... You know, people are usually like, yeah. <laughs> and so then, <laughs> and so then he leads at first. Usually it's like, okay, acknowledging that. And then there's like, there is a release of letting, welcoming, wanting to figure it out and then letting go of wanting to figure it out. Yeah. And it's so interesting what a deeper level of wisdom can, you can access and it like dwells in your whole body instead of just your brain. Yeah. It's like such, just a little fragment of who we are. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it really allowed, because when you're wanting to figure it out, like, you really close the door on so much information. Mm -hmm. It's really letting go of when you figure out, you open yourself up. Almost like, for me, I see it like a seventh chakra, just opening Mm -hmm. to all the information from above to allow it to come through instead of trying to. And, you know, it's really hard if you're dealing with real life quote unquote real life things. It's all an, it's all an illusion. Mm -hmm. But if you're dealing with like, you know, bills or this or that, it's very easy to think like, oh, I I just have to figure this out. Mm -hmm. But actually source has so many more answers. Like if you open your seventh chakra, you'll get it. Yeah. And it's also like when we're in our human perspective, which is limited, our our belief in separation, our belief that we're separate beings, then we can see like, whatever's around us, you know, in our little human perspective, when we let go of the need to understand with our human brain, we connect with the divine perspective, which can yeah. see from such a, a, like a much more distant yeah. perspective, That's right. <laughs> includes everything, yes. I like not that. just, yeah, not just the little things in this like exact little space. Yeah. It's like being a comp- b- yeah, compartmentalized I feel, space. I feel like I'm talking over you a lot and I'm, I'm sorry. I feel, like, I feel like I'm talking a lot. Though, really? So no, maybe it's about- great. <laughs> no, I'm just talking over you. Okay. I'm going to pick our card for you and everyone listening. I mean, and um, the divine is going to help me choose. So here we go. The card for the week that I got is Leap. 
you go first, the universe will catch you. Ooh. Hold on. Can you see the card? It's really pretty. Oh, yeah. There's like some kind of angel lady jumping off of a cliff. Like with her heart leading. Yeah. She's like in a surrendered position. Yeah, oh, I like that. Yeah. And in front of the moon. Now the problem with these cards, oh, here it is. Good. These cards aren't numbered, so you kind of have to figure out where they are. Let's see. Also, can I see? Boy, age is really catching up with me. Okay. Hold on. The light. Okay. So it's kind of, Self-explanatory, but it says life bend. Oh, I like this. Life bends for the courageous. I really like that. Mm. The universe wants to support you, but first you need to leap to throw your life up in the air. Perhaps you know what you are being called to leap toward or away from, but are scared to make the move. Or maybe perhaps you are waiting for a big fat sign or instruction manual or permission to do so first. If so, if this is you, then this card is your sign and your permission slip to take a deep breath and leap the unknown. Leap the unknown into the unknown. That makes sense. Um, anyway, I won't read all of it, but that, well, let me read the end. Nature is constantly showing us how to live with courage. Fall comes every year and encourages the trees to loosen their grip, to allow what once was so full of life to fall away leaf by leaf. That also reminds me of clearing clutter, like letting mm -hmm. it go so the new can come in. From, yeah. For a moment, it feels like nothing will grow again. The branches are left bare without the comfort of what once was. But in the month of spring, in the morn of spring, new shoots begin to appear and something new is born that is even more glorious than before. So I like that, and that's something to remember as we clear the clutter that we're making space for that new growth to come in. Yeah, I think that goes along with um, the reading that I did too and that idea of letting go mm -hmm. and surrendering and aligning with the ability to co-create with the divine and not necessarily needing to know the next step, like – Right. What am I going to do next? Where am I going to go? It's like more about letting go and trusting and yeah. then seeing what happens next yes. as we wind out into the new moon next Monday. Basically, let's just put our brains on hold this week, which will, with my memory issues, that'll be easy for me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, everybody. Again, have a wonderful week and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Oh, no. She doesn't like unicorns?